You don't have the trailer. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V. And with me as always on this program, first in the Northern California Bay Area, world-famous juggler Greg Larson. How you doing, Greg? It's another wonderful day in VR, man. My wife was playing the the Horizon game, and in Horizon, you have to like run, like actually move your arms for your character to move forward. Uh. And my wife's not necessarily the most adept character for video games, uh, especially those kind. And um, so when she was running, it was these like short little motions, and I was like, <laughs> like a cartoon character at the moment. So it's been a good day. How about yourself, Ozzy? Uh, well, uh, earlier today I took in a uh, viewing of Operation Fortune, new Guy Ritchie movie. It's absolutely fun and fantastic. I highly recommend it. Not really comedy, so you're not going to see it. See us talk about it here uh, in depth and review it and whatnot. But if you have the opportunity, absolutely go see it, especially if you're a Guy Ritchie film. Fletching producer Todd would have to agree with me. I would. It was a it was a fun film. I was telling Ozzy I've had too much. Ozzy this weekend. And what's funny is that is never the case. Anyway, moving on later today, actually moving on to this discussion that we are discussing today of the film Game Night, which was released on February 23rd, 2018. Rated R with a runtime of one hour and 40 minutes. Todd, do you have a trailer available? Of course I do. We're down to two teams. So for double uh, points, yep, what go. is the name of the purple Teletubby? Tinky Winky. You're both correct. He always carried a red purse. Ooh, I'm a rebel just for kicks. Max is very competitive, as am I. It's one of the reasons I fell in love with him. Oh, it's easy. He was an incredible Hulk. Eric Bana. Other one. Mark Ruffalo. Other one. Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Primal Fear. Richard Gere never played the Incredible Hulk. Time. Jesus Christ. Ed Norton. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Primal <laughs> Fear. <laughs> what do you say we do this at my house next week? This will be a game night to remember. Oh, boy. Mm. Tonight, we're taking game night up a notch. We don't need a board and we do not need pieces. We won't need any extra rudeness either. Someone in this room is going to be taken. Oh, it's a murder mystery party. Fun. Whoever finds the victim wins the grand prize. The keys to the stingray. Just the keys? No, right. <laughs> oh, yes! This is what I'm wishing you the best of luck tonight. Bye. Baby, hand me those matches. I'm about to burn this door down. You're going to light a fire in a windowless room that we're trapped in. Why you got to make my idea sound stupid? <laughs> I'm not going to know what's real and what's fake. Is this gun real? Oh, no, Andy. Oh, oh no. no, no, hey. no. Ow. Oh, my God, I shot you. What the f***? We'll always enjoy the camaraderie of good friends. Often we don't appreciate what we have until it's gone. 
Oh, because your wife left you. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, it's so much worse. <laughs> okay. I have one idea. It's so crazy, it just might work. You're going to crash the car into the plane like Liam Neeson in Taken 3? He did that in Taken 3, huh? Oh, uh, you missed it. <laughs> Thanks, baby. <laughs> this is instructions on how to remove a bullet. It didn't have rubbing alcohol, so I got you this lovely shard. Good idea. Way to pivot. What is helpful in country living? Oh, that's for later. There's a corn chowder recipe that looks really good. Oh, you love corn sweet. chowder, huh? Yeah. Let's cheer Thank you <laughs> That was the... Oh, darkness. There we go. Here, back on here. That was the trailer for Game Night, released on February 23rd, 2018, rated R with a runtime of one hour, 40 minutes, written by Mark Perez, directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, starring Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams, and Kyle Chandler. Uh, initial thoughts on this. I was always intrigued by the plot. I, I love when murder mysteries worked into anything comedy, specifically. I, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the series Just Shoot Me. I was on mm, NBC mm-hmm. a while ago, and they had a murder mystery episode where they had hired a murder mystery company, but it turns out there was an actual murder in the building. So real police were coming into the apartment, and they're treating them like they're <laughs> it was a, such a great episode. But anyhow, moving on, uh, initial thoughts on this. I had wanted to see it, but when I saw Jason Bateman starring in it, I thought, eh, that's something I'd probably wait on because – as Damn, what a Jason Bateman Hold on a second. No, hold on a second. As much as I do enjoy, a lot of his characters tend to be the same. Fair it's enough. It's hard to differentiate them from, from uh, the different movies. So, But I am glad that we did get a chance to see this at the very beginning of the trailer and very beginning of the movie. You see a trivia host, and that, you know, of course, gets over with me. I did, for me personally get a little extra excited when he said, if I could please ask the teams not to finish out the questions, except in my world is that if I could, again, please ask the teams to not yell out the answers. <laughs> what I mean, this is just my thing. Music for me, Greg, you know, I'm so glad you brought that up because this was another one of those moments where watching a scene, I was like, I wonder how Ozzy's feeling about this. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because um, yeah, it's live live entertainment with people having drinks is always uh, exciting. Um, but uh, the trailer I hadn't seen before, and there were quite a few lines that either I don't remember or weren't in the movie. Um, and I think trailers should do that more often because you know you you find that sometimes jokes are spoiled with the trailer, but if you're Maybe some of your outtakes or, you know, cut stuff you put in that trailer, make it just as good because it fits. Um, Yeah, I thought that was a lot of fun. But this was a movie that was always on the radar. Um, But I even saw it at one point. It was on HBO Max. And I don't know why it just never it was it was destined for this day. So I was really excited (laughs) to finally catch up with it. Precisely. Todd. Uh, Yeah, I'd seen this one once before. Um, it's that, it's that certain era of comedy. Like they all kind of feel a little bit similar, right? but 
this one it, it's still fun I, I i think you're with the murder mystery stuff i'm a big fan of that also mixed with comedy so going in that's already a plus so it, it's a good time absolutely uh when you mentioned there there's like a specific era of all these movies kind of merged together it's almost this movie could fit in that horrible bosses I guess universe again, like similar character. This could be something that branched off. You could name him whatever character he was from Horrible Bosses, and you know, be able to tell a difference. Unless I can't remember if he was married in Horrible Bosses. Anyhow, the movie wasn't meant for. It's meant for comedy. But going into these favorite moments, and this movie was chock full of them. There is something with the more modern you get, the more uh, movie tries to hit you with as much stuff as possible, like a like a rapid fire almost mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a lot different with older movies where it sets there's a lot more setting up done but in this case there's just so much that's thrown at you but my personal favorite had to have been in the alley with i'll just say a bullet hole and a squeak toy <laughs> that that had me that had me going pretty hard greg You know, that was that for sure, um, because it was it was just a great moment. Um, But there's a lot of great moments in this film. Um, I think one that like I just appreciated because I don't I don't remember. I don't think we ever had the payoff of it, of like a a third point that you thought was going to come. The glass table like. (laughs) the fact that that thing never broke you know and even one guy was like man where do they make these glass tables out of these days you know like because you're always expecting that table to shatter but uh so just you know that moment and and just a little side thing that was at the end credits i also appreciated that the dumb guy from the film because they're going through like ids of everybody at one point at the end and his is a Harvard student ID, and <laughs> that was just brilliant. <laughs> Details are always good. Todd? Well, for me, I mean, you know, there is that moment in the trailer with the with the joke that, you know, no one remembers Edward Norton was the Incredible Hulk. But not my favorite. Mine was just a little uh, line. I have a lot written down for this one, written down for this one but I'm going to go with it's on an alt-right website, so I'll just ignore the racist parts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, there, last night, you had said, before I'd watched Game Night, I told Todd I was going to see it. He's like, there's going to be a joke in there. <laughs> and when it was Ed Norton and they weren't guessing the Hulk, yeah, that was it. Because that it was my favorite Hulk, so of course Todd's got to rub it in. No, I did think in. he was a great Hulk. So, was, you know, he was fantastic in, in the world. That wouldn't be. In fact, if they started doing some multiverse stuff, I would love to see, you know, a variation of Edward Norton's Hulk in there. That'd be pretty fun. Anyhow, Get be over. So going into the reviews, I'm giving this a solid four and a half just below like a five, I think is fair. And I was very entertained the entire time. Uh, Although it did miss something that would normally mark it like just an automatic five for me or, or up to that point, but still absolutely fantastic and should be watched. You know, I'm in the same boat with you on this one. I I was kind of teetering towards a five 
because I really had a great time. Like if I if I'm just saying like, did I have a lot of fun? Oh yeah, but you know if you're trying to to separate you know some like greatness from hey that was a lot of fun you know this does stay at that four and a half level. All right, Todd. I'm slightly below. I'm a four. Okay. So, but, but it's, you'd still agree it's a good time. It should be watched by all. It's a four. Yes, I think that. <laughs> yeah, no, just, yeah, yeah. Just making sure that like we don't upset anybody. That's a four. Yeah. This movie right. sucks. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, so before you know we finish here, I, I thought it'd be fun just to name your favorite board game. Clue. That hesitation. I got a Star Wars clue directly behind me. That's hilarious. Do you have any clue stories? Like of, of particular games of clue that I don't know. Not not off of the met, top of my head. Normal or something. Not off the top of my head. And if I did, I'd probably save those for a clue show. <laughs> but no, I can't. But if I had to pick a second board game, jeez. Does it have to be a board game? Like, because I'd say dominoes immediately, but that's not a board game. I was thinking board game just because it was the thing, you know, it's game. Well, night. it says game night. So dominoes, yeah. I've had a many sure. dominoes game. Night, okay. So. so if you were hosting a game night, your game of choice would be dominoes. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I, so there's a wonderful game called Gloomhaven, but that's, that's, I think that borders like past a board game um it's almost like D D world that just happens to have a board um so i think i'm gonna go with munchkin uh it's if you've not heard of munchkin it's a lot of fun it's kind of a card game with a board that you're trying to reach level 10 and you can like make deals with your friends and you know kind of try to screw them over and so there's a lot of wheeling and dealing and it's a it's a fantastic game and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, you know, same thing I said with Todd. I didn't mean for this to be, you know, strictly relegated to a board. But if if you're willing to go with that option out of all the options out there, board or not. Oh, yeah. More power yeah. to you. Exactly. Yeah, now, you can have a game night with a D&D style game. Sure. Well, I mean, well, if we're taking video games, a game night of Guitar Hero is always, you know, yeah, that's a good time. Let's <laughs> away. Only analog game nights here. Okay. No electronic <laughs> battleship, just regular. Yeah, All right. right. All right. Uh, oh, Operation, where's that one live? Though? That one's got to count. Yeah, but not that. you can't play Operation in a game night because it's such a small, you know. Uh, if you I'll use a taser and, and you kind of drink some beers, I think you can make a fun night of it. <laughs> uh, not one that I'd want to be involved with personally when you start talking about tasers. Now, there's a couple of games that come to mind. The reason why there's two is because one involves money. It's, I can't remember what it's particularly called, what's specifically called, but it's like a dice game where there's particular dice for it, or you can actually play with a couple of dice where you start with $3, right? And there's, you're in a circle. And with these dice, you can roll an even number. And that... Craps? No, it's got to be... No, no, no. It's not craps. But, okay, so these are specific die, actually, because the dice will say it'll determine if you have to give $1 to your left. Oh, okay. The dice have L and R on them, right? So if let's say you have two dice, or you get one die for each dollar you have, right? So let's say you roll three L's. That means you have to give all three of your dollars to the left. 
three all three R's, all your dollars to the right. You can roll a result where you don't have to give any dollars away, but the objective obviously is to end up with all the cash, right? Mm-hmm. Not the circle of people playing dice in my head. I was thinking. Fair point. That is something specifically involving money, but without money, there's a game called Super Fight. Have you ever got? You guys ever heard of a game called Super Fight? No. So my nephews bought this game, and when they played it for the first time, my nephews, my my sister, and my brother in law we need to have me play this game because the point of the game is you get a person and an ability and then you another person gets a person ability like let's say we're sitting in a circle whatever me and then the person on my left we both draw cards one person one ability and we argue about who would win in a fight wow okay can we can we uh, it's really fun i'm no, not I sure what would break up friends and family more that or monopoly like we had to I, we had to remind the nephews to keep it to a verbal argument because they started to get <laughs> i i got the game that i want to see ozzy yeah versus dan <laughs> for super fight yes he would drive me up the wall I remember he killed one of our previous show. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of let my nephew win, to be honest, because uh, I am. I think it might actually be two people and two abilities. So it's like you had a team of two. But basically, mm-hmm. I, re- I recall and I'll say I'll let my nephew win because I let him. Uh, it's called. So his person was one of the last avatar last airbender avatar people i guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so when he was making his argument he was making his argument that oh my guy can do all these things he wasn't arguing the one ability you know what i mean so i kind of yeah. just i kind of let it slide so technically asterisk i'm undefeated so did he say Brock Lester's an animal? <laughs> Technically, he's not mm. incorrect. He might as well have. <laughs> but of, of course, an honorable mention, we do mention Monopoly. Greg and I have been a part of pretty treacherous Monopoly games that do get taken. In fact, one of our roommates filmed a, a mockumentary <laughs> while we were playing Monopoly. And then, like, pulled us out for testimonials as we were playing Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened. Right. Well, that was the review of Game Night. It can be found. Uh, actually, it's not streaming anywhere right now. No, no but it is, a, it is available for purchase. Rent or purchase, Rental. of course. You can check that out. Be sure to check it out. It was a great time. And, of course, we'll be back next week with a new episode. Actually, a special announcement. Because if you're unaware... Hulu has a mini series event, History of the World Part Two. And next week, we're going to come back with a new episode recapping and reviewing all those episodes. So be sure to join us back next week to check that out. And if you didn't know and you have Hulu, you can check it out yourself. And if you don't have Hulu, you could sign up, still check it out yourself, but definitely check it out. This is History of the World Part Two. I mean, we've been waiting how many years for this? I first saw History of the World Part One. 1997 specifically because i remember i was 12 years old and now it's 2023 so 
Be sure to check that out and join us for next week's episode. You guys have anything else to say before we head out for the evening? Well, just another thing. If you really haven't been sold on the Hulu thing, they also have new seasons of Animaniacs that just came out. So what? Uh, like another three. new? When yeah. did that happen? Like a week or two ago. Holy sh- Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited. <laughs> God, anything else? Um, no. Nah. Good night. All right. For Flesh Room producer Todd and world famous juggler Greg Larson, I'm Ozzy V, and we'll see you next week right here on Flesh Wound Farce.